Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Zen of Bodybuilding. This is going to be a Zen short as it's falling between our two main episodes. Our last episode was wrapping up a diet and how to set up your forever diet or your post-competition lifestyle diet. Next episode, we're going to be getting into training. And going into training, I wanted to use the short to discuss my favorite method of training. In fact, my all-time favorite workout uh, that is ideal for advanced lifters and for people who want to maintain a lifestyle of bodybuilding, maximizing your strength, your muscle hypertrophy, and your fat loss. And these are all benefits that just because we've decided to retire from competition, if we even decided to compete at all, are going to make us have the ideal physique for a longer period of time. So let's jump right into it. What is my favorite type of training for an advanced lifter? Well, it's full body workouts. Yeah, full body workouts. Those workouts that we hear that we need to do as beginners, and then as we become more advanced, we develop some kind of a split training, usually evolving into some sort of one muscle group per day type workout where we're doing you know upwards of 20, 30, sometimes 40 sets per muscle group and destroying that muscle group and coming in the next day and doing another muscle group and so on. I see this workout all the time. Um, it usually permeates the workout world because it is a popular training routine used by top PED using champions. And they can get away with it because they can create an absolutely totally false chemical environment by taking in extra testosterone, insulins, growth hormones, etc. So I'm going to explain why that is not ideal for a natural athlete and what the benefits of full body training are for the advanced lifter. So let's start with my favorite increased fat loss. All right, research, and there's a lot of it out there. Just go on pubmed.com or just Google uh, full body workouts, fat loss, and you'll see all the research, particularly a lot of stuff that has come up from New Zealand over the last five or six years, but it's out there. So trust, but verify, trust what I tell you, but verify and do your own research. Now back onto the increased fat loss. The research shows that there's a greater gene activation that you get from a full body training workout, and this activation results in increased fat loss. There's also an increase in metabolic activity. So when you do that workout, your metabolism increases. Now, we all know exercise increases your metabolic output. Full body workout training increases it to the highest threshold possible. That increased activation can last for up to 48 hours which is just in time for your next workout. So the combination of gene activation and your hormonal profiles and your surges in your hormones increases that metabolic process. It, that increases your fat loss and your rates of fat loss. Another thing that was uncovered is that people doing full body training three times per week and utilizing the proper diet, which is the right amount and the right types of carbs during the right time of the day, and we discussed that in our dietary series, last episode, actually has an increase in insulin sensitivity, meaning that more insulin is shuttling those carbohydrates into the muscles for recovery than into the fat cell. So that's also overcoming one of the pitfalls that people have with developing more fat than muscle when they take in too many carbs. So increased fat loss is my first and one of my favorite reasons for full body workout. But wait, there's more. Now let's cover what it does to our hormonal profiles. 
The research has further shown that full body workouts increase testosterone and decrease cortisol, and that creates a more anabolic environment. So testosterone is an anabolic hormone. What it does, it's keeping it very, very simple. It's a muscle building and repair hormone that, that's broken down to its most simplest, simplest bullet statement that I can make. So those of you out there who have science backgrounds, yeah, I know there's a lot more to it. This is not a science class. So testosterone, good. Anabolic builds things. Cortisol is a wasting hormone. Increased levels of cortisol cause muscle wasting. It's very, very catabolic. It's a detriment to the body. Your body has both of these because cortisol is released with stress, and it's just a way for the body to slow itself down, to waste some muscle, to just put you in a more catabolic state to slow you down so you don't keep going 100 miles per hour and eventually waste yourself into death. So cortisol is there is kind of like a trigger when you overtrain to kind of get you to slow you down. Again, oversimplified. What the research showed is that doing a full body workout with less volume and more frequency, increased the testosterone significantly while it controlled or lowered the cortisol levels. So that reversal, higher testosterone, lower cortisol, is going to give you a better overall hormonal profile, which is going to result in greater hypertrophy more muscle size can come from full body workouts three days a week than from split training for an advanced trainer. Now, here's another really cool thing. Greater strength can also be achieved. Yes, another study, and this is a cool, really, really cool study. It was a research study that I read uh, about three or four months ago. What it did is it compared advanced lifters. So these were not beginner trainers. These were like advanced lifters. These were gym rats. And they took two groups of them. And now they based the groups on the number of years that they had been training and their general size. Their muscle density was predominantly the same. So to, to over, oversimplify it, a group of athletes that had about 18% body fat that weighed between 180 and 200 pounds was group A. And then there was another group that was group B, again, about 18% uh, body fat or less, and they weighed between 160 and 180 pounds. And they were compared with each other. So now you have a light comparison. So with me so far, all advanced trainers. And what they did is they split them based on the total power output which is how much they could squat, bench, deadlift. They used the basic movements. And then they took the stronger group and had them keep training the way that they had been training, which was split training. Most of them training one muscle group per day, you know, the, the typical workout. Then they took the other group and they put them on a low volume, high frequency, three time per week, full body workout. And in six months, the group that was training three times a week had not only equal the total power output of the split group, but it surpassed them. That meant that the weaker dudes became the stronger dudes. And the stronger dudes were looking at the weaker dudes going, hey, man, how did you put 60 pounds in your bench press in six months? They did it by training full body workouts three times per week and getting away from the, uh, the split workouts. And that increased their total power output. So let's look at the why. I want to break that one down a little bit. When you're an advanced lifter, you actually need less volume to achieve the same result than a beginner or an intermediate. I know that goes against the grain because people think that beginners need to do full body workouts and it can help because it increases the mind muscle connection and it increases your neuromuscular system. 
But in an advanced lifter, once you get to that advanced stage, you know, three, four years of heavy, heavy training, your muscle density increases, you have a better mind-muscle connection, you have far better muscle recruitment patterns, and you're using a far greater load than an intermediate lifter. So you can do fewer sets to achieve the same result and actually torture the muscle with far less volume. I remember reading a Charles Poliquin article one time where he was talking about beginners should do three to five sets per body part, three days per week, and then intermediate lifters, 12 to 15 sets, but then advanced lifters back down to three to five sets because they're using such a high load and they have such great muscle recruitment patterns that their muscle can be trained sufficiently in a lower volume of work. But if they do any more work than that, then it's going to tax the nervous system and the endocrine system more. So remember, you have three things at play when you work out. You have an endocrine system, which is your hormones. You have your nervous system, which is your central nervous system. And then you have your muscle system. I hear it all the time that you can't overtrain a muscle. That's why pros that are on PEDs can do these outrageous three, four hour workouts per day for one muscle group because you can't overtrain the muscle. But what can you overtrain? You can crash the CNS and you can crash the endocrine system. Now, it starts with the endocrine system. You have those big increases in cortisol. You lose insulin sensitivity. You have drops in growth hormone and you have drops in testosterone. Now, how do PED enhanced athletes get over this so that they can make their long split workouts work better? They take insulin, growth hormone, all kinds of testosterones, and a variety of other drugs to compensate for that. So that way they can create a greater effect on the muscle and they can train it and smash it harder. Natural athletes trying to do the same thing. Yeah, you're not going to overtrain your muscle. What you're going to do is you're going to crash your CNS and you're going to crash your endocrine system. Your hormonal profile is going to be dog doo-doo. So when you switch to three day per week, lower volume, higher frequency training, your CNS recovers, your hormonal profile is at its best, and you are still training the muscle to its capacity. You only need to do as much work to make the muscle grow. You don't need to do more. So these people that are on the split systems that are taking in more and more PEDs to recuperate and recover from that type of workouts, even they would probably benefit from a lower volume because you only need so much stress on that muscle, create the damage that creates the growth necessary. To do more, you're just not going to have the recovery from it. So that's why that three day per week, low volume workouts with a higher frequency is better for that recovery pattern, better for the CNS. You're doing just the amount of work that you need to do the damage to the muscle so it has the time to recover. Doing more. Why do we want to do more? Why do we want to always work harder and harder and harder? I want to take and use an example of a work week. Most of us work 40 hours a week. And in that 40-hour week, you struggle to get everything done. But if I went to your place of work and I watched you work, and then I said, let me show you a way to work 20 hours per week, but increase your productivity so that you can increase your time away from work and time at home. And you would get paid the same and everything else would be the same. But I would show you a way to get all that work done instead of in 40 hours, in 20 hours, you'd jump on it in a second. 
But when it comes to the gym, why do we feel like we need more and more and more? Why do we feel like 80 hours of work is better? Think about your work week. If you start going and working 80 hours per week, you're not more productive. You're more exhausted. You're more burnt out. And the same applies to your training, just for the same reasons that we outlined before. Your testosterone levels, your CNS, your gene activation, all that stuff, your metabolic drop instead of metabolic increase. If I were to find you the ideal work routine where you could work 20 hours per week and spend the rest of the time doing things with your family and out with your friends, et cetera, for the same pay, same benefits, same everything, with an even an increased productivity, you jump on it. So let's jump on it for our weight training workouts as well and start considering this three-day per week, full-body, low-volume workout. Now, the next reason is full-body workouts are fun. They're just absolutely fun. You know, not only are they best for people not on PEDs, but they can be a lot of fun. So now I want to break down how I use full body workouts and why it's my favorite workout. Here's what I do. I do 24 reps per body part. But let's think about those reps for a second. How am I going to do my 24 reps per body part? I could do one set of 24. That's 24 reps. I could do two sets of 12. That's 24 reps. I could do three sets of eight, four sets of six, six sets of four eight sets of three, 12 sets of two. Hell, I could even do 24 sets of one. Now you see what I'm saying right there? It's 24 reps that I'm doing per body part. But the difference to my endocrine system, my muscle, my training, my enthusiasm for being in the gym is totally different if I'm doing one set of 24 versus eight sets of three. Your loading parameters would be different at each one of those. The amount of rest that you take in is different at each one of those. So I start with 24 reps per body part doing any system to get to that 24. So like I said, it could be three sets of eight. It could be four sets of six. It could be one set of 24. The next thing I do is I rotate the body parts. If I start my workout on day one with chest, day two, chest falls to the very end of the workout routine. And let's say back was my second, my second muscle group I worked on day one. That now bumps up to the first thing I work on day two. On day three, back drops to the bottom. Then chest is second from the bottom. And let's say legs are number three. So see what I'm saying? Each time I work out, I rotate the muscle group that I'm starting with. So the muscle that is freshest in that workout will be the one that I hit first. And it's in a constant rotating pattern. And this is where your volume on your your 24 reps comes in. Drop a muscle group down to the bottom. Let's say it's the last thing I train. I'm going to look at doing one set of 24, two sets of 12. I'm going to look at doing a a slightly lower load. I'm not going to do any forced reps or anything to stress it out. Uh, It's going to be more of a pumping, burning sensation. I rotate the higher repetition sets. So the one set of 24, two sets of 12 to the lower end of the workout for the muscle groups that are rotated at the bottom. And my things like eight sets of three or six sets of four are my exercises and workouts that I'm doing more at the top as I rotate through. How do I split my body parts up? Well, um, chest gets one exercise, back gets an exercise, shoulders get an exercise, bison and tries each get an exercise, quads get an exercise, hamstrings get an exercise, and calves get an exercise. So that's eight. And I just rotate through those rep ranges. So each exercise is going to have a different rep range. So 
six sets of four would probably be my first exercise I do and maybe my second exercise. So let's say that would be chest and back. Then the next two exercises I do might be, let's say shoulders and arms might get, and then three sets of eight, working my way down to shoulders and legs for two sets of 12 and one set of 24. Again, I'm just trying to give you an example of how to rotate through those rep ranges and to rotate through that full body system. Breaking it down, I do 24 reps per body part in any configuration it takes me to get to 24 reps. And it doesn't have to be evenly broken up either. Um, sometimes I just pick a weight and I do as many reps as I can, rack it, wait 10 seconds, do as many more reps as I can, rack it, and then until I hit 24. So 24 reps is the target goal for each muscle. Workouts are rotated. So through the eight different muscle groups I do, I'll start with a different one each week so that every two and a half weeks, I cycle through my whole body with everything being worked at the very top, first, foremost, when I have the most energy and then working its way to the bottom and then back up again. And then I'm always changing my tempo and I'm changing my rest based on how those those sets of 24 are coming out. So if I'm doing two sets of 12 to get my 24 reps, I may only rest 15 or 20 seconds between the two sets and get a good full pump. And then I move on. The other nice thing about it is, is when you're doing that lower volume, even though I'm doing eight exercises per workout with 24 reps per body part, I can generally get that workout in in 40 minutes or less. So I'm not spending a killer amount of time in the gym. I feel saturated and fully trained at the end of that workout. And it's also ideal for my home gym because I'm working out predominantly at home now. I have a really, really nice home gym in my garage. I just walk in 40 minutes later. I walked out. I feel exhausted. It's great. I have the rest of the day, the rest of the time for my family. So that is my favorite training system. Now, I favor full body workouts. I don't always do the 24 reps or sometimes I'll do uh, the traditional, you know, four sets of a pyramid up or whatever. Uh, I change it all up. But the point that I'm trying to make is that a full body workout three times per week is better for long-term success than doing a split routine for all the reasons we outlined. Greater fat loss, greater muscle hypertrophy, greater strength, greater hormonal profile, less time in the gym, and it just is more fun because you're only doing one exercise per body part and you can rotate the exercises endlessly. If I'm doing eight sets of three, I'm going to be doing a good heavy compound movement, eight sets of three reps of incline bench press. But then when I get to my chest and I'm doing one set of 24, I might just do one set of dips of 24 reps. What a great pump that is. But then the next time I train chest, I'm probably going to be doing four sets of six or two sets of 12 or three sets of eight. See what I'm saying? It's always different. So the stimulus is always different. You're always confusing your muscles. You're always rotating your work through. As long as you're training at a maximum load and you're working the muscles hard and you're training everything to positive failure, three days per week, it's beautiful. It's fun. I enjoy it. And you can sustain it forever. I never feel burnt out doing full body workouts that way. So that's my little tip. That's my favorite workout. We're going to dive more into workouts and workout routines for your for your forever bodybuilding routine next Zen episode. Until then, I want everybody to have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, don't eat too much candy, and thank you for tuning into Zen. I appreciate your listenership. And please let me know if you have any ideas on topics. I would be more than glad to cover them. Thank you and happy holidays.